Hello, everyone. I am Brandon, along with... The mighty Alicia. So mighty. So mighty. And we are in the belly of the beast. Just two beasts here romping and stomping, and we are ready to bring you another adventure in Belly of the Beast. Yay! It's been a very fun week for us, very exciting week. I feel like I say that all the time. <laughs> uh, but but this it week is... has really been quite exciting. Yes, yes. Uh, there have been achievements made in the lives of Brandon and Alicia, mainly in the Alicia category. <laughs> I just got um, hired for a new position as a drama teacher. Yay, yay! Round and, of applause. Yeah, at a Tell us more, tell us more. It's at a charter school in Brooklyn. Um, I'm not going to give away any details unless, so that in case later on a stalker decides that they want to murder me. <laughs> Not going out like no bitch. No, no. Anyone who has to, anyone who wants to try to murder you is gonna have to work for it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, but anyway, God. that wasn't that we zigged when we thought we were gonna zag here. I'm just gonna bring it right back. Um, so I got hired for a new job. I am officially a teacher, and um, I'm gonna be making some cheddar. I also am really proud of myself in regards to the hire because I negotiated for more and I ended up getting a $2,000 starting bonus. Yeah, yeah, get money. Get money, get money, get money. Yeah. It was nice, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Making cheddar, making bread, making biscuits, making guac. Making boss moves. Yeah, yeah, whichever, whichever way you want to phrase it, things are looking good. Did you say making guac? And not yes. making guap? Yes, I said guac because I was trying to keep it like food. And like guac oh. is green. And I said oh. bread and, and cheddar and butter. And there's also, so I, I thought I'd use guac instead of guap. Everything in me wants to cut your ass so bad. <laughs> you know what though? I, 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 when, I fir- when, the, when the term first dropped in from wherever verbal space new lingo comes from. Um, I did think it was guac. I did. Ooh, everything in me wants to. I've never. I need to take several deep breaths. I love you so. Yeah, so much. it took. It took You're me so like. Pure. It took me like Latino a month or two. Spirit. I mean, I mean, it's not new terminology now. That's actually old terminology. I, know, I don't think I know, anyone I uses that ever anymore. But the fact that you said guac and I caught it. Yeah. No. No. But that was intentional this time. A throwback to myself. Uh. Okay, we're 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 getting off topic. Go ahead, no, this is the belly of the beast, and, and <laughs> we like all sorts of food. So if you'd like to roast me, you just go ahead and light that fire. Oh my god! Okay, no, I I love you so much. I'm <laughs> we are getting off topic again. The whole point that we brought up Alicia's job, uh, aside from gloating, because you know, fuck it, why not gloat? Um, oh. but it. It was uh, it served as a cause for celebration, a little mini celebration. Yes. You know, we just decided to go out, grab a drink, grab some dessert. Call it a night. Yeah, we're Drinks gonna go dessert. out. We're gonna go out for a full meal, but uh, my father decided he was gonna cook up some grub. Oh my gosh, the food his dad made was so good, though. I I. I 
I don't even know. I honestly don't even remember what he made. He made whiting with rice and beans. See, you remember more than I do. Because it was freaking <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes his dad is a little light on the seasonings. Like, the whiting was not the star of that dish. It definitely was the rice and beans. Mm-hmm. But when you took that man's whiting and you threw a little salt on it and you added just a sprinkling of adobo. Yeah, yeah. I personally did not use the adobo, but like there was uh, lemon there and lemon. I mean, it's classic. I'm not giving you any like uh, uh, like new information, but lemon just really brings out a good taste of a fish. It does and pair I, well with fish. And I did not feel the need to put anything extra on top of it because once I put that lemon on there, just uh, it brought it out, brought out that flavor. Yeah. Um. So we did go out to celebrate. Yes, I I've just as of the recording, as of recording this, finished my first week of work. Yay! We, thank you. We did go out and it was fun, but while I I hadn't started yet, we went out for drinks and dessert. Yes, we went out to uh, a bar. It wasn't even the bar we were originally intending on going to. What we, bar were we originally intending to go? To? I don't I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I just hit up the Googles. Hit up the Googles and was like, all right, let's find a bar with dessert. Because we're looking for dessert and drinks. It was not... Because we could have just went to any bar. I live in the Lower East Side. There's tons of fucking bars around. But we... It was like six minutes from a literal speakeasy. And, and, and that's the thing. We ended up going to... Originally, I didn't know that it was a speakeasy that we were headed to. But we were walking down Eldridge Street. That was the destination. We were going to Eldridge Street because it's not terribly far from me. And we actually did come across the building that we were going to. And we walked past it like two steps. Yeah. And we didn't realize. But I knew that we were going too far down. I look at the map. I look at the address number. I look to my left. I see this gray door with the building number on there. And I also see... Uh, four people standing and knocking on this door, trying to get someone to answer the door. Now, yo, as don't... a black person, okay, so here's what happens next. Mind you, all these people are Caucasian, right? So there are four people standing around the door, loitering and looking awkward. A man is knocking rather tentatively. I'm rather and annoyed that no one's answering. Another dude pops out. And sa- he says, ah, you know, I'm sorry. There just isn't any more room, you know. And I don't know where we're going. My black ass is just like, is this some kind of illicit white people coke deal? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, um, what the, the gentleman who opened the door also told uh, the people who were hoping to gain access to this non, uh, nondescript building was, you know, if you give me your number, I can call you when we have space and you can come in. And that's actually, I don't want to say it's pretty common because I don't think speakeasies are, I mean, at this point, they might be a little more common. Like, I've been to a couple of speakeasies, so I don't feel like they're that uh, they're, they're that hard to, to find nowadays. That's what he said, by the way, that had me thinking it was an illicit drug deal. Yeah. The I'll call you and <laughs> I'll, I'll call you when I'll when I'm ready. I'll call you when it's to when we're ready. I was just like ready for what? 
what is going on between these five pale people? Now, now, but this isn't, <laughs> but this isn't the first time I've been in a a little situation like this. Um, no. There is a place in the East Village called Crift Dogs, and inside of Crift Dogs, there is a phone booth. And if you go to the phone booth and you ring whatever you're supposed to ring, there's um, a special ring. They, they, well, because it's a payphone, but it's not a like a real payphone. It's actually access to a speakeasy inside of the restaurant. Um, and I guess technically, I'm already spoiling it just by talking about it over the microphone. I'm just like, maybe but the you name- should <laughs> finish this. You should just let me. You should just take me here. We should review it. Well, well, the name of the place is called Please Don't Tell. Oh, so yeah. it's shush. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should not review it. I don't know. We have to. It sounds too interesting. To... But, um, no, but that's the thing. Like, you go and, um, you can't, you can't make, you can't make a, a reservation. You can't call ahead of time and, and do that. You have to go. Um, if there's room, they'll let you in. If there's no room, then, uh, you know, then they'll let you know to give me your number and we can call you back when we got room. Um, and I've actually never been in, uh, have not been in Please Don't Tell because I had other things to do and I wasn't waiting around for somebody to call me. I just went to another that's bar. Right. And that's the same thing we did today. Around. Uh, that's the same thing we did or not today. The same thing we did that day. Yeah. Um, we my did baby not. Doesn't, my baby doesn't like waiting around for people to call him to serve him. He's just like, nah, I'm, I'm, nah. It's the middle of the Lower East Side. Nah, let's just cross the street and go to the other bar. Well, that's the thing. And, and it's not just me. I know that. We went out to celebrate. This is a very impromptu decision. We go out, and it would be very annoying if we stood outside for, say, 10 to 20 minutes when I know you want your dessert and your drink. And the wait was probably going to be longer than that. People have a habit of not leaving bars. Like, if it's a bar, like a speakeasy, and and I might be wrong about this. I haven't been into too many of them. But to me, it's just a booze place where they're serving finger food. I mean, that's bars are for me to hang out in like if i'm going you know which makes it a bar in my mind so yes I'm figuring people are hanging well, speakeasy out. is absolutely a bar yes people right. are gonna go hang out they're gonna chill so the wait would probably be closer to 40 minutes and i definitely didn't want to do that and if we'd gone back to your place i would have fallen asleep that, that is accurate luckily right across the street from this spot was another place a french wine bar called lena yes and uh, that was this wasn't part of the plan, but it was very well lit. They had uh, you know, their their red fluorescent lights on the outside. It was very easy to get my attention. Yeah. And uh, also, it was another place with red fluorescent lights, but they had frosted the lower half of the window, so you couldn't tell how crowded it was. And when you opened the door, it was just packed and looked like and loud and loud. It it felt like stepping into a throbbing heart. And I immediately wanted to just step back out. And it was just hot and loud and woo. And I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling woo. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of particularly loud places to go and eat and drink. Like, yeah. I like being able to have conversation. And if I can't hear, if it feels like I'm in a club. No, I don't want to While be I'm, no. Like, no. Not, not to eat. I like, because I want to have community over dinner. I want to talk to you. I want to debrief with you. And only about pleasant subjects is the thing that is a, a rule for me over dinner. Because I grow, I don't know why, but growing up, 
I saw so much formative TV with these cold, angry, old people sitting over the table, passing the butter dish as they snipe at each other. And I'm just like, oh my God, if you have something <laughs> negative to say, wait until my gosh darn meal is finished. Let me have my breakfast. Like, uh, why you gotta act like that? And so I never wanna have negative conversations over a meal. Like if you if you have bad news, wait until I'm finished eating, you're probably gonna upset my stomach anyway. Preferably get the bad news out before the meal happens. Right. Because you're gonna ruin my belly. And right. I like food. I, with me, my issue with the the loud music is that I feel that it's a thing that goes often with uh, brunch settings, yes. uh, especially new modern day brunches. They, you know, we know it's trendy. We know what's going on Instagram. We know your social media taking pictures everywhere, and um, so there's a attempt to cater to a younger audience to fill in these seats during brunch, yeah. and so we got the club music playing. Uh, to in make it more of, of a yeah and, and you know what people really don't care because they go they get their unlimited momosas or their bloody marys they're getting trashed peach and bellinis yeah they're, they're, they're just they're just really enjoying themselves and you know what kudos to them but like i that's that's not the way i eat <laughs> I agree like if i can't talk to you over dinner i am pretty not happy so at lena what I got was the chocolate lava cake and I got um, a drink called uh, it was like a lemonade based drink the first one and it was really good it was like a, a boozy lemonade with um, some interesting flavor in it and the second one actually was cucumber which was really which is really interesting for me because I don't often drink cucumbers and they were both a bit of an experiment for me i wish i could remember their names but we weren't really reviewing that place we were just popping over the i got the rose cider oh yeah i was kind of jealous of the rose cider it was very good it, it, it's funny because you were lightly teasing me a little bit because the drinks i was ordering were drinks you thought you would be getting yeah it's like we reversed roles i got the weird cucumber thing and you got the um, rosé slushy, <laughs> and I'm like, rosé slushy. It wasn't Something. even frozen. It was a cider. I, a rosé cider. Then give me your rosé cider. <laughs> I like rosés. Yeah, they're uh, good. I, I, I like sweet wines. It doesn't mean I won't go with a bold wine. A little, little. Uh, I like. I like reds. I like whites. I like pinks. I like it all, really. So basically, you would just drink the American flag of wines. Yeah, I'll I'll drink every flag of wine. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not wine. Bring it. I'm not. I'm not uh, a Merlot guy. If we're if we're gonna look for like specific things that I don't care for to make it seem that I'm just gonna drink anything, mm -hmm. uh, I I don't care for Merlot. I seem to not like Cabernets. Nope. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. I just learned something new. So anyway, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. So um, anyway, the chocolate lava cake was really good, but it was actually quite decadent and it was hard for me to get through, even though I love it. And I don't I never thought that I would ever be saying that because it was delicious and I loved it. And I wouldn't change anything about it. But if you're not lactose intolerant and you're getting the chocolate lava cake, the drink you should order with it is a white Russian. 
It's not on the menu, but I Brandon got one and they can make a really good white Russian and it's milk based so you can feel like you're having a boozy milk and chocolate. Yes, I did get a white Russian as well. I'm not sure if I got it that day because we actually went twice. Here's the thing. The the first day we went, my sister Marlo actually came along with, which was really cool. And there's only two dessert options at Lena, which, I mean, I, I'm not going to knock them because they were both very good. Uh, so, But uh, there was only two. There was the chocolate lava cake, and then there was a creme brulee. Uh, and um, that was... It it was good when I tasted it off of Marlo's. Marlo let me uh, have a sample. Mm-hmm. And um, we went back the next day just to get another creme brulee. Yeah. It was really good. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to try it. <laughs> and since we were still celebrating me. He's celebrating you. He's celebrating me. Yes, the glorious. Ah, the mighty. <laughs> <laughs> My beloved partner was just like, if you want a creme brulee, just get it. And I was like, wow, that's super amazing and crazy generous and definitely filled with lactose and I'm going to get it. <laughs> um, and it was so good. It was, it tasted oddly marshmallowy, but that was like a plus. It was almost as if they had made regular creme brulee and like folded some marshmallow fluff into it. Now, I'm not often someone who likes creme brulees because I don't really care for, like, that hard candy top. And that's the oh, thing. That's this one didn't part. have one. Yes, it did. No, man, I, I thought we dug through that pretty easily. I didn't remember there being a... It was... <clears throat> I mean, it was yours, so maybe you got through it already? It was, like, a really thin but hard top. Like, it wasn't thick, the top on the creme brulee, so... Your spoon hit it, and it, like, shattered immediately and added, like, the barest hint of texture into the creme brulee. But it was softer than I expected. That wasn't a bad thing, but it was softer than I expected. And I feel like that was a plus for you. It wasn't a negative for me. I quite liked it. It was very good. I also considered getting a French Bellini, which was the cherry cocktail raspberry liqueur uh, sparkling wine and I did not get it um, because I was really craving the white Russian and I almost forgot that I wanted a white Russian yeah you almost ordered it anyway Cause it's I, because it's not on the menu the white Russian I mean it's not really something that has to be on the menu that's like a I feel like it's a well known drink uh, uh, wow. to bartenders so like if I go to any bar I should just be able to say white Russian the only annoying thing about trying to get a white Russian at a bar in New York is that they don't often have milk or cream because they don't have refrigerators but since we were in a restaurant I kind of figured they might and they did yeah. and so I enjoyed my white Russian very much it was a particularly well made white Russian <laughs> yes Um. so let's move on to uh, our actual... <laughs> Where we meal. actually... Yeah, it's been 20 minutes. So it, we, so this was, this was funny and unexpected, and I had advertised on the Belly of the Beast Facebook page and Instagram page that uh, Restaurant Week is upon us. And we have been trying to schedule something for Restaurant Week. Yes. Um, 
and and I thought we finally landed something. Yeah. I live in the Lower East Side. We decided to stay local this time, and I've been actually meaning to come here uh, with you for a while. Here being Beauty in Essex. Beauty in Essex, and it's really funny because a couple of weeks ago, when I first brought up going out for Restaurant Week. I had sent him like five or six menus that I was interested in and told him to pick a menu that he liked the best. Let's like narrow it down. And the one that I had that had edged its way out as my favorite of all six organically without knowing where it was, was Beauty in Essex. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a place I've been wanting to take you to. Uh, It's just... There's there's a mood when you walk into Beauty in Essex. It is there's, very vampy in there. And, and it's not something... I don't want to say it's something that you can't just walk into, but if you're going there for uh, dinner, you know, it's, it's not just a restaurant. It's also a club. It's a lounge. It's a hangout. It's, yeah. And so it's something that I really wanted to go uh, to, to... And a shishi hangout, apparently. Yeah, it, it, it's something that I really wanted to enjoy with you on the right occasion, the right day. I was kind of saving it for a special moment. And so... If you go into Beauty in Essex, you better get dressed. I don't think you need to. That's personal opinion. And, and I'll explain why later on. But that is where we ended up going. But here's where the screw-up happens. Uh, we used a website. Uh, or I should say, I used a website. Uh, and I thought that we would be getting... Uh, the dinner or they're serving the dinner at the time that we were going uh, but we arrived during their brunch menu and they did not have restaurant week options during their brunch menu yeah so uh, we were just there for brunch and you know yeah. what we decided you know what? let's just enjoy it forget the restaurant I mean yes there's some valuable deals during restaurant week yeah it's a shame we couldn't take advantage of the deals but Beauty in Essex is a wonderful place to be at. Like, yeah. I really just enjoy being there. The atmosphere was very cool. You know, we walk over there and... There I've, were a lot of well-dressed people in Beauty in Essex. I mean, even on the outside, I mean, I think if you're just walking past Beauty in Essex and you don't know that it's a restaurant, I mean, I wouldn't call this a speakeasy because it's a restaurant, but it has that same kind of vibe because it's hidden. Like, you walk in and... No, it looks like a jewelry shop. It is absolutely like a freaking speakeasy. It's yeah. a speakeasy-style restaurant. Yeah, and that's the funny thing to me. It's a speakeasy restaurant? Yeah. Um, and you go, and, like, there's already, like, a security guard standing there, maybe because it's brunch. I'm not used to seeing the security guard, the and bouncer, like I should say. it looks like a jewelry store, like his presence there just looked like he was the beefy guy who was to prevent you from stealing jewelry like what if i just wanted to buy jewelry why would you know that that's the thing in my head the people that, would probably laugh at you and send you out none of that jewelry is for sale that's no that's not true jewelry. you can you can actually you can buy. buy the jewelry <laughs> yes yes you it, it is there is legitimate porn shoppery happening I, in the front there no nah, that's a speakeasy bro <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so sure and adamant about anything in my life. That's a speakeasy, bro. I can't believe you had any questions. Is it because they serve real food? Hey, Why you were confused? Yes, I don't. I don't. I don't think about. I don't. I don't think about. Uh, Sheesh. I, I, I will I, actually sell you jewelry out the front. These people are making money hand over fist. 
you can buy the necklace that will complete your bad bitch outfit before you walk into the vampy sexual interior that is beauty in Essex. Yeah, because we did actually go inside, you know, got past the vaulted doors, through the lab, Nexus Laboratory. All right, I'm, I'm definitely doing something I shouldn't be doing. But that's so kind of, it did kind of feel like, uh, you know, I had to navigate because first there was the bouncer and I'm like, oh, I have a reservation. And then I go up to, we walk through the pawn shop and then there's like a person at like the register of the pawn shop. I'm like, I, I have a reservation. And then they <laughs> you through. And then the other bouncer who guards the door to the actual club, which blends nearly seamlessly into the wall, like, he just swings it open. He asks you no questions. He just opens the door. Yeah. And what is revealed <laughs> is the magical land of beauty in Essex. Yeah. And I almost walked past the hostess because, and, and I'm like, I have a reservation. <laughs> Can someone just tell me? I didn't know who I needed to talk to. So I spoke to everybody, I guess. But, um,. Yeah, yeah, we go in and it's this lavish interior. There's a sunroof beaming uh, uh, from the top of the restaurant. And uh, it was super cool being in there. The music playing, oddly enough, I was just talking about how I hate it being very loud and uh, during, you know, food time and places that have the music too loud. And while there was music blasting in a. in the atmosphere it wasn't too loud for me i was still able to go and enjoy myself while enjoying the music it was nice if you wanted to tune into the music it was ignorable if you didn't all the seating in beauty and essex was like cushy couches is the other thing that i really liked super comfortable it was very comfortable to be in beauty and essex we didn't get to see the lounge upstairs but what i did see was quite beautiful um, it was the walls were painted a dark gray. Everything was really plush. Like it was, it was vampy and just the spirit of opulent sexuality. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's jump into the meals. Well, hold on, hold on. Before it was we a ju- feast for the eyes. But but before we jump into the meals, you had said that this is a place that you have to like dress up to. And I completely understand why, because as we describe the interior, you know, it, it's a very fanciful setting. It's not even the interior. It's, a, it's the other people that are in beauty in Essex. Like, you can choose not to get dressed up. And if you live really close in the area, those people don't, I suppose. But I saw one table where there were some slouchy looking black women. And I was happy to see them. Because I was a slouchy looking black woman, but everybody else was a tall, stick thin, model looking person in a 16 inch weave, high heeled shoes and a dress made of glitter. (laughs) So I would put on some clothes. I I feel like there's some exaggeration, not even about what she said about the people who glittery uh, because they were and not about the slouchy people because they were. Uh, I believe you were a happy medium. You were not a glittery person, but you were not a slouchy person either. I thought you were well dressed. Oh, I thought you looked nice. The outfit. I was a slouchy person. Okay, slides. Nope. The slides okay, but um, but see, that's that's the thing that I enjoy maybe about living in the neighborhood. Yes, there are people that come here. It's a very trendy spot, so they're dressed up. They're dressed to the nines, and I get it. I completely get the 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 allure. 
of uh, looking this way at a place that looks this way and as I mentioned taking the pictures for Instagram I get it but because I live close I don't feel the need to get super dressed up to go out to eat and I'm glad that there were people next to me who felt the same way because they were like in their you know, football t-shirts. Oh, yeah, and- <laughs> no, that was very comforting. I was just like, yes, yes, gather me. Is this enjoy. I should not have to spend an entire salary just to get dressed up to go to the place that I want to have a pancake. Right. <laughs> and how was that pancake? Yes, because you mentioned let's get into the meal, so let's do just that. I got a lemon and blackberry pancake, mm. and it was like having dessert for it breakfast. It tastes like straight up dessert. It was so good. It was it was great. The 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 thing that I could compare it to instantly, there's another restaurant not terribly far from me, uh Sweet Chick that Alicia and I go to very often. And when you get something like uh pancakes or waffles, they have an assortment of butters. And one oh, of those butters is a one of those butters is a lemon butter, and it's very nice. I enjoy it. All These the lemon and blackberry uh, pancakes, personally, I feel might trump their waffle because Whoa. the lemon is already like part of the pancake. Yeah, and then it's, you know, you got the blackberry, and I like berries in my pancakes. Um, and I think there was some ricotta as a topping. Uh, which, I mean, it, it helped uh, bring like a moisture, but I really didn't need it. I put it added a lightness and a fluffiness and a smoothness that really took it into the the taste of the pancake into the level of dessert for me. I truly liked the ricotta combo really? on top. Yes, it, it really didn't do that much for me. I wasn't bothered by it, um, but it was not a highlight for me personally. Ah. Um, but but the pancake itself like i really felt like it didn't need the ricotta uh thankfully thankfully it wasn't like they uh overdosed it wasn't like just a ton of like ricotta on there it was a very small addition it was a modest amount of ricotta yeah and and i got my syrup and i enjoyed it uh just like that uh i i i am someone who enjoys his pancakes and this was like a top of the line pancake for me agree <laughs> Um, tell us about, should, I didn't get an appetizer. I feel like, all right, so the other thing about Beauty and Essex is that this is a tapas place, and they have very small plates. Even the things that they call assortments aren't, or or sides aren't. It's a small assortment. Yeah, it's not much different than something that I guess would be their main, because it's, everything they have is small, I feel like. My pancakes is probably the biggest thing that they had on the menu. I'm going to assume. Yeah. Uh, they did have they did offer a burger as well. So I want to assume that there's some plates they had that are a little larger. Pretty sure that was a medium slider. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can try again to be sure in the future. I, I will not make any assumptions because if that's like a juicy burger, I don't want to go and like feel like um uh, I'm just throwing shade on. It's like, man, you just got sliders in here. What? No, I said that with the most, most love. I love <laughs> everything I tasted on the menu. The place was not only a feast for the mouth, but a feast for the eyes. As the little belly half of this team, I quite enjoyed the fact that it was tapas. 
I was quite pleased, but pretty sure that burger is a medium slider. Oh, we we will see. We will see. <laughs> One day I'm just going to go in there myself, not even for this show, just to get the burger and see exactly what it was like. It's probably regular, but I'm I'm sticking with medium slider. That's the story that I said. I'm sticking to my guns here. Medium <laughs> so, um, do you want to take us through the rest of your meal, or should we jump back and forth? Uh, I was thinking jump back and forth. Give me so, one of the things you liked from yours. Um, I got the... Uh, you had the grilled cheese and smoked bacon soup dumplings. Yes, and they were delicious. It, uh, first of all, they weren't soup dumplings in the conventional sense of the word. So if you've ever gone to like Korean barbecue or dim sum, when you hear soup dumpling, you get a very specific picture in your mind of a small little dumpling that looks like it has almost a button on top. It is filled with the soup. The way that they do this is they freeze the soup, they cut it into cubes. It's almost like a gelatin when they freeze it because it's like high in fat content. So they freeze it, cube it, they fold it into the dumpling, and then they flash fry it. And while it's on the inside, it just melts. And so when it gets to your table, it's um, ready and you bite into it and you suck the soup out and you eat the dumpling. These soup dumplings, and I say that with air quotes, they were served in like the Japanese food ladles that you get with the miso soup, but inside of them was each this perfectly seasoned tomato broth with that just tasted like everything you could ever want. I don't even like tomato soup and it was delicious. So let that say what it will. It felt like taking a shot. Yeah, it was really, really good. There was like this... um a loaded potato sitting in the middle with like some scallions grated on top and it was so good like the the smoked bacon was on the inside and the cheese filled the little loaded potato looking part I don't think it was potato but it was perfectly textured like you just sort of took the whole thing like and it was on a bite by bite basis so everything was like really properly proportioned. Each bite was the same. And that was a joy because the first bite was so purely delicious. It didn't need anything. I usually add a little pepper or some salt to certain things, even in really good restaurants when they've seasoned it. This needed nothing. It was so, so good. I could have gotten a second order of that and just left happily. <laughs> no, it was that good. It no, was intense. The The way that it was laid in front of you, the, you know, they put down this uh, this uh, uh, plate with like six of these ladles that you're yeah. talking about. So you get six bites of this perfect meal before it's done. <laughs> and, and it really did feel like taking a shot. I don't know... Uh, but but it's it's having that soup there, and I've never I've never eaten anything like this before. It's sitting on the soup, so you go, you put it to your face, and quickly just yeah. <laughs> and that, I have a big mouth. I just ate it like I was eating something off of a large spoon. I I I, I don't know. I I, I slurped it. <laughs> I felt like I slurped it. You slurp and a lot of things. It's slurpity slurp slurp. But. <laughs> But we go and I go and like you said, that tomato soup 
that was like a highlight for me. Um, and the way that it blended with the, 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 the grilled cheese, the bacon, everything just went together so well. I really dug that. Um, I also ordered, you know, keeping this back and forth going, I also got a chorizo and lobster hash. I am weak for lobster. Uh, I that's I see lobster on the menu. There's a good chance that it's getting my attention 90% of the time. I go to an Italian restaurant and I see lobster ravioli. I'm probably getting lobster ravioli. Uh, I go to a, a Spanish restaurant and I see they got paella with lobster in it. I'm going to get the paella with the lobster in it. So when I saw the hash with the lobster and the chorizo, you bet your ass I got the damn lobster and <laughs> lobster and chorizo hash. I am weak for chorizo. And so I have I have specific fond memories of a certain breakfast cart lady in Harlem that got me through my senior year of college and she did that by sneaking chorizo into my bacon egg and cheese one day and I loved it and she never charged me extra and she would always sneak me extra food and I just loved that woman so when I see chorizo I'm inclined to try it his hash was good <laughs> it just took you back down memory lane just yeah. a second yeah I didn't know about this person. We went to college together. I didn't. I didn't know about this person who's just sneaking chorizo in a. I told you about her. It's because you weren't paying attention to me at that stage. Is that what it was? Serves you right. You never got the lit breakfast with the extra stuff in it. That's what you get. It's fine. I don't care for bacon, egg, and cheese anyway. She would also, on other occasions, um, sneak me home fries into my bacon, egg, and cheese. I don't care for home fries either. He jealous. Whatever. Jealous. <laughs> the hash is great. Um, it was great. It was quite delicious. I, I do feel that I may have carved it up a little too much by having both pancakes and hash, but that was just what I was in the mood for, man. Uh, you know, it looked good. The brunch menu had a lot of things to offer, but those were the things that caught my eye the most, and that is what I got. Um, to uh, ping pong it back here. Uh, the other thing that I ended up getting were some chicken biscuits, some fried chicken biscuits. So these guys are small sliders. Um, I think it came with about four. They were really tasty. It was just a small piece of crispy chicken with a fresh in, in the middle of a fresh biscuit. It had some sort of aioli on the top and... It was spicy, though, it was, and it had, like, a jalapeno honey sauce. And I felt that the spice of it was a little too much and detracted from the sweetness of the honey. Um, it also came with some kind of slaw, though, and I think that the spiciness was supposed to play off of the slaw, but I didn't like the slaw, and I actually scooped it out of all three of my sliders, which definitely made it a much more dry experience in the biscuit zone. And so I wish I had had even more honey to add to it. And I found that I couldn't, I didn't finish it. It was the plate at the end of the night that I elected not to finish. I definitely finished the tomato and bacon soup dumplings. I definitely finished my drinks. 
You had the cinnamon toast crunk, I believe. The cinnamon toast crunk was quite delicious, and I'll get into that in a minute. I definitely finished my drinks. And when I got full, as I inevitably do on these belly of the beast outings, I elected to stop eating the chicken biscuits. And the thing that I decide to stop eating is I'm either super stuffed if it's one meal or it's the thing that I can do without. And so on that note, the favorite of my two dishes, definitely the tomato soup dumpling edges out as the lead by a long shot. The cinnamon toast crunk. Ah, white Russians for lactose intolerant people is all I'm going to say. It was like it was made with almond milk. Um, It was spiked with some sort of rum, I believe. It had cinnamon crushed around. It was supposed to have cinnamon toast crunch crushed around the rim, but they didn't do that. And I was deeply disappointed by it, to be honest. But the drink itself tasted enough like cinnamon toast crunch so that I was uh, less mad, but not not mad at all. I wanted the crushed cinnamon toast crunch around the rim. They cheated me. But it was still a delicious drink. Um, was deeply satisfied by the encounter. Did we get dessert? I don't think we did. Oh, we didn't. Uh, yes, I myself. Had your I was. I, I had had my pancake. I, I was, was done. Stuffed. Uh, you were stuffed. We had also had. Uh, I believe we had some ice cream. We had some talenti at home. My father ate my talenti. Oh. Um. Yeah, and he listens to our podcast, so. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he 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 uh he made up for it though. He had bought me some new Talenti. Oh, did he? So, My uh, last update on this was that dad had not purchased more Talenti. No. And it was a womp womp moment. No, it, it it very much was. Uh a womp womp at first, uh, but he did he, he made up for it. He did good. He bought two Talentis, neither the same flavor that I got, and so I still feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> There are things on the menu that uh, I can't say that I recommend because I haven't tried them. But there are things on the menu that I had considered going for myself. Uh, One of them was the red velvet waffles. Oh, yeah. I considered that as well. Uh, That was something that was on my eye. There was was also some uh, crispy fish tacos. The LES burger had, had come across my mind, Um, which is why I guess I was defending it when you dared call it. A uh, a medium sized slider, but I think what would be very cool for any of our vegan listeners is that they do indeed have an entire vegan brunch menu uh, yeah. for you. You know, so they have avocado lemon espelette. They have fried tofu lettuce cups, roasted beet and cucumber carpaccio, uh, skillet roasted potatoes, etc., etc. My point is, it was you very too cool. You can go to Beauty and Essex, you vegan fairy. Yeah, it's something that I think is really cool, especially like you had mentioned that you got this cocktail. This is what inspired me to talk about it, honestly, that you were able to enjoy because they had almond milk available. They, you know, they it have coconut milk the, available. The cocktail wasn't, it was a cocktail that was supposed to be made with almond milk. They never even. You didn't even get the option to have it with regular milk. It was yeah. an almond milk-based cocktail. Like, you know, I suppose you could switch out the milks if you want, but I think it was partially the almond milk that gave it the taste you could see. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> but they the they have things like sorbet with, you know, coconut milk. So you could go ahead and enjoy uh, a cold dessert on a hot summer day without having to wonder uh, whether... Well, I fart later. Yeah, and it's with coconut milk. So if you're someone who has, like, a nut allergy, uh, like, you know... Um, because uh, some ice creams, we had an experience where we wanted to get vegan ice cream and it was made with cashews and you're allergic to cashews. I can't have cashews. And it, okay, so get this. This is why I could never actualize my dreams as a child to be a taste tester because I'm lactose intolerant. I, as an adult, am developing a soy sensitivity and I'm allergic to cashews and tree nuts, not hazelnuts though, and outside. So, that is a snapshot into Alicia's side of this food podcast. But it was nice to go to a place where you could actually have a frozen dessert. It was just very cool to see that they have these options and not feeling like we had to limit ourselves when we went there. A milky drink, rather. Yeah. Because we skipped dessert. We did skip dessert. I would like to get dessert from there at a different time. At a different time. Speaking of a different time. Ooh, what a, what a, look at that segue. You like I didn't go even, on. It wasn't the most subtle thing, subtle thing, but thank you. Well, <laughs> um, when we release this to you, you know, uh, we, you know, we, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now. When we release this to you, our next adventure will not be at a restaurant that one can just wander into. We're actually headed to an event. Yes. We're going to a wizard's brunch. Ooh. Uh, we need to buy like a witch outfit. Like, ugh. I haven't been paid yet. I'm not getting paid until the 30th of the month, people. I'm going to languish. <laughs> but I totally, like, it's a wizard's brunch. We need to be wearing witch and wizard attire. Like, well, see, that's the we're thing. We're going to stick out like sore thumbs if we're dressed like muggles. Come on. Well, see, that's the thing. I was hoping maybe the uh, our listening audience could, since they're going to have time, they can hear this before we actually go to the brunch. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah. So uh, I-, I wanted to see what uh, the Belly of the Beast listeners, whether they're listening now or looking on Instagram or on the Facebook page or Twitter... Uh, I, I want to know how they think we should dress. Oh, this would be a lovely thing for you to weigh in on. Should we go as muggles or should we go dressed as our wishy selves? Personally, I don't think we can go as muggles. There's no dress code. We could walk in there like muggles, but... They'd shame us and send us out using a confundus charm. Like, so so we we come from... I mean, we share a lot of interests, but you're a much bigger Harry Potter fan than I am. And I don't know if this is an actual, like, Harry Potter wizard's brunch. Or no, it's not. A wizard's brunch. Yeah, like, we could show up, like, Gandalf-esque. There's, no, there's definitely some inspiration from Harry Potter because the way that the seating arrangements are set up is as if there are houses, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and it will be communal, so there will be, like, the, the, the lunch, the long lunch tables. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know Alicia does not like the idea of sitting next to other wizards. Oh, no. Um, but... I can feel camaraderie with you guys from you guys being over there. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, so it will definitely take inspiration from uh, 
you know, Harry Potter in that respect. But there's nothing there that says that it's just Harry Potter. I think they'd get sued if they <laughs> if they tried like, to piggyback yeah. off of them exclusively. So yes, you could walk in there, Gandalfy, me myself, a comic book guy. I can go ahead dressed as Doctor Strange if I felt like Ooh. it. Um, I I want to know how you would dress. I mean, I might just want to put on a Hogwarts like sweater. Like I may not want to wear. Uh, a cowl, a nah, cape, I would a cloak. Go in full robes. Fuck really? Yeah, with the house scarf and a pointy hat. <laughs> and a wand. <laughs> Hell yeah, what? And I would love to go to Barnes and Nobles and get me a nice Harry Potter wand so that I have a wand at the night. Yes, I would love to be dressed. We can do that. I, I don't see that. why we can't have wands. We should absolutely. Personally. Rain listeners. Like I, 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 and I still have no clue what we're eating. The way that this has all been set up, um, is like like we've they they mail me because I'm the one who kind of set this up. So I got the email. They want me to go ahead, put down where I'd like, what table I'd like to sit, how many people in my party are coming, and if I have any dietary uh, dietary concerns. That's it. We have no clue what we're eating. Did you tell them I'm lactose intolerant? Yes, of course I did. Uh, <laughs> you didn't tell them I have a soy sensitivity because we didn't no, know. No, no, we didn't know. This is new information. But, you know, I have no clue what we're eating. I have no clue what we're drinking. I have no clue about anything other than we are going with a pack of other wizards and witches and it's going to be crazy i'm expecting majesty and 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 just special effects (laughs) i'm excited i would love to go and dress or to go as like a generic witchy woman i would still need a wand you are a witchy woman oh lewis why thank you (laughs) So we have a lot to look forward to. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm very much looking forward to hearing your thoughts and comments as as well as I'm looking forward to this Wizards Brunch. And I hope you are too. So I really am. I'm really excited. And I want to be a witch. I feel like Linda from Bob's Burgers. I want to be a witch, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine, Linda. You'll get your wish. Um, But it's it's, we're very hype. And I want to know your point of view your thoughts yes so are you gonna put out a poll um yeah we can try to put out a poll please Uh, weigh in on our poll on our facebook once i figure out what the poll is gonna be you weigh in on it and (laughs) but uh but yeah uh feel free to reach out to us on facebook Uh, we are belly of the beats you can hit us up on instagram and twitter at belly of bob uh and you can call in you can leave us a voice message if you have an Anchor account by going to www.anchor.fm slash bellyofthebeast and hitting the message button. That will take you into a screen that will allow you to leave us a nice voice note. You're so Please good at this. Do so. Thank you. Please, <laughs> Please do so. We definitely want to hear from you. Don't forget to like rate share and subscribe belly of the beast content and until next time you survived the belly of the beast